This is the To The Point Podcast. Together with our ERISA attorney, we'll explore key Affordable Care Act and trending compliance topics, all in 15 minutes or less. Now here's our host, Sarah Gillespie. Welcome to our To The Point podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is Sarah Gillespie, and I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm the Director of Compliance with Lipscomb & Pitts Insurance, and I have with us our ERISA counsel, Stacey Barrow. How are you, Stacey? I'm good. So, Stacey, this um, conversation today has to do with some new 2019 limits that were recently announced. So I know that the HSA limits, the high deductible health plan limits, and the out-of-pocket and the ACA out-of-pocket limits have all recently been shared. But I understand that there um, are some interaction rules that need to be considered. And then, you know, is it a grandfathered plan or grandmothered plan or is it a non-grandfathered plan? Can you you just walk us through. Um, I'm not. I'm not necessarily asking for an outline of what all the numbers are because I'll share that in our newsletter. But just the interaction of what needs to be considered and how these these limits should work together. Sure. Um, so as we go through today and we talk and, and use some numbers here, I'm going to be using the 2019 figures. So if you, you know, hear me refer to um, the maximum out-of-pocket limit for high deductible plans as being 6750 and 13500 that's the 2019 number. So um, as, as you mentioned, the uh, HSA limits are out for 2019. We know how much we can contribute, we know what the minimum deductible has to be, and we know what the maximum out-of-pocket must be in order for a plan to be HSA qualified. As you know, when you have an HSA qualified plan, out-of-pocket expenses um, for in-network services that including deductibles and co-payments and and, uh, uh, co-insurance must be limited um, based on whether the individual has single coverage or family coverage. If you have single coverage, your out-of-pocket limit for a high deductible plan is $6,750. And if you have family coverage, you can go all the way up to $13,500, okay? Um, That applies to all HSA qualified plans, whether or not they're grandmothered or grandfathered or what have you, if in order to be HSA qualified, those are your out-of-pocket limits. Now, separately, the Affordable Care Act also has its own out-of-pocket limit rules that apply to non-grandfathered plans. Um, there are also some exceptions to these rules for uh, what are called grandmother plans. Um, I'm not going to get into the details on the exempt plans. We're just going to assume for purposes of this conversation that your health plan is subject to the ACA out-of-pocket limits. Um, so let's let's proceed um, under that assumption. And there, for 2019, the limits are $7,900 for single coverage and $15,800 for family coverage. Now, so you can see the ACA limits are a little bit higher than the HSA limits. Um, so how do these two interact and, and really what's, what's the story there? So the ACA, and again, it's $7,900 for single coverage, 
$15,800 out of pocket for family coverage. The ACA requires that within family coverage, there be an embedded individual out of pocket limit. So if you have your family out of pocket limit set at say, let's just say it's $12,000. It's less than the maximum, but it's still greater than the out of pocket limit for single coverage, which is $7,900. You can have a $12,000 family out of pocket limit, but there must be an embedded out of pocket limit of no greater than $7,900. In other words, no single participant can have more than $7,900 of out-of-pocket spending. So as an example, if, if one family member um, incurred a bunch of claims and they had a $12,000 out-of-pocket limit and they had $10,000 in unreimbursed medical expenses, the plan would cap their out-of-pocket at $7,900. The plan would cover the remaining $2,100, but other family members would still have you know, other um, cost-sharing to get up to that $12,000 limit. So to, to wrap it all up, how does it interact with high-deductible plans? So we said earlier the out-of-pocket limit for family coverage for a high-deductible plan can't be higher than $1,350. And we know that under the ACA rules, the out-of-pocket limit, there must be an embedded out-of-pocket limit of no more than $7,900. So what this means is that when you have a high-deductible plan subject to the, the ACA out-of-pocket limit rules, you can have um, a family out-of-pocket limit of $13,500, which is HSA compliant, as long as you embed an individual out-of-pocket limit in that family tier of no more than $7,900 so that it's also ACA compliant. Let me pause there for a minute. I know there's a lot of, of, of numbers flying around, um, but this is a, an issue that is, I think, confusing for a lot of folks. And um, there's a lot of, I think, misinformation going on out there. A lot of people have kind of uh, uh, encapsulated this guidance to say, oh, well, um, you know, you can't have an out-of-pocket limit on an HSA plan greater than $7,900 for family coverage, and that's simply not correct. You just have to have an embedded out-of-pocket limit no greater than $7,900 in that family plan. So let me, let me stop there. So just just to add a, a slight point of clarification, because I know the embedded and non-embedded concepts can be a little bit confusing. These were introduced gosh, years ago at this point, maybe even 10 years ago, as a means of cost saving. And so the idea of a non-embedded deductible is that, um, say it's like in Stacy's example, $12,000, that anybody who incurs claims would have to hit $12,000 before the plan would completely take over and pay the remainder. So it didn't matter if it was, you know, one person or a combination of people, even one person would have to hit the $12,000. And so I always help myself remember it by thinking non-embedded is not good. And um, embedded in what he's saying is that 
one individual person has a threshold or a ceiling at which the point would stop before reaching that full family maximum. So that's what we're talking about embedded and non-embedded and that even if you have a higher full family out of pocket, that the individual has to be protected with a ceiling at 7,900. So I think that's where we're going with that. But that very confusing concept, Stacey. I know so many different numbers flying around. And um, this this podcast I may share in combination with the release that I send out about the actual numbers in our newsletter. So maybe that will help make it make more sense. But the idea ultimately is work with your broker, I think, to figure out what needs to what the plans need to look like so that when the um, new, the benefits at renewal time and all are structured, that everybody has the right numbers in the right places. Well, uh, Stacey, I don't think I have any more comments about that. I think that was pretty succinct. And I, even though it was a confusing concept, I think you actually did a really good job of explaining it. Thank you. So if you have questions about this, if you want to talk to Lipscomb and Pitts, we are happy to work with you. You can contact me at um, Sarah G, S-A-R-A-H-G at LPinsurance.com. And of course, anytime you have questions for Stacy, you can reach out to me and I'd be happy to reach out to him. But if you um, would like to know more about any of our other topics, please listen to our podcast. We have a great library full of lots of current things, hot topics, but also just ongoing topics and things that, you know, in the world of benefits compliance, you probably want to know as an employer. But thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Stacey, and have a great day. Bye.